Welcome to TSO Consulting Group's DEI podcast series, Why Is It So Hard? Shining Through the Shadow of Resistance. I'm Dr. Tanya Breland. And I am Erica Lee. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Tanya. And I'm Erica. And this is our podcast, Why Is It So Hard? Shining Through the Shadows of Resistance. And in our podcast series, as many of you know, we discuss issues that prevent us from being socially just and free. And the goal here is to disrupt the status of the status quo of racial inequality and inequity in systems. And each episode challenges us, challenges us and you also um, to just be the change that we want to see. Yeah. So today's topic, race to the classroom, race to the classroom. <laughs> so, you know, as a um, as a kid, I used to love racing my siblings and or my cousins. Mm -hmm. um, in high school, I actually ran track. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to be a sprinter, but in those mm -hmm. days I was very thin, so it, sprinters were not thin. <laughs> no. <laughs> I could probably be a sprinter now. <laughs> but not that. But, um, you know, I really enjoyed a really good race. Yeah. You know, when, um, especially when I could win. And I even remember when I was teaching fourth grade years ago, I had, you know, some students in the classroom, we were outside for something. And um, I, I decided that I was going to race the students. And they're like, Oh, Miss Brillen, I had no idea. you could run. <laughs> It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not the kind of race we're talking about. We are not it? talking about that race. No, today. what are we talking about? Um, we're really talking about um, the ban on you know, conversations around race and ethnicity that's happening, um, particularly in Florida, but it's happening in other spaces it is, as well. It is. Yeah. 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 This, um, I'll tell you, every time I see something on the news or in social media that reinforces, um, you know, what I see as racism, mm -hmm. just outright blatant racism. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm so disappointed. I know. So I'm, disappointed. Know. It just hurt. Yeah, that we have come so far as a country, yeah. and yet we have not come far enough. Yeah, I, I, I am still, it still blows me away that a state can say, a governor can say, and then there be people other policymakers, other lawmakers that say, yeah, don't talk about that. Yeah. Don't talk about slavery. Don't talk about the civil rights movement. Don't talk about, you know, racism. Don't talk about these things. Right. Um, I, I, I'm just, I, I cannot believe that someone would co-sign on just sort of trying to wash the history away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, you know, anything that we can't talk about, we can't heal. Yep. You know, right. so like if we think about our personal relationships, so I've been married for 33 years, you've been married for 21. And when we think about like our relationships with our spouses, can you imagine what our relationships would be if we never talked about the things 
that were a problem or that were a challenge? It would be a problem. It would be a challenge. And and I know that because we tried it, right? Yeah, so right? early on, you know, I did, I just, I could not imagine arguing with this man, right. you know, or, or addressing, because I love him, right? I just married him and... And then it's like, okay, well, maybe it's not that. Maybe we don't have to talk about that issue. Right. Maybe maybe we don't have to talk about it. Right. And after, it's going to go away. Because it's right? going to go away. Not. Because because we're wonderful. We're both wonderful people, and right. we love each other. And it just got worse. It would get worse. And you have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You yeah. have to talk about you it. You do have to talk yeah, about it. You do. Because when you sweep it under the rug, or when you pretend like it doesn't exist, it just blows up. That's right. That's it, right. It, it, inevitably that's right blows up it's gonna come out some kind of way in you know, some I, I way hear, I hear people talking about like you know something is going like you're leaking if you're not yeah if you're not addressing something yes. or you're bleeding all over the place yeah you know what they're really talking about is when you don't address an ill or a problem you know in your relationships yeah. then it's going to come out in some way or another that yeah. this is still an unresolved problem that's right or an unresolved conflict or area that needs to be improved upon or whatever it is it does not ever get better it doesn't it doesn't and and the way that it comes up in you know your the challenge is over here but the it comes out, it leaks, it bleeds over here, right? Right. right. And so we got to fix that and then get to the root of like what actually really happened and it just creates a big mess, right? So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that's really what we're experiencing now right. in so this space. So that doesn't work in our personal relationships. Why in the world do we think if we can avoid these topics in other spaces, why do we think that's going to work? You know, it's so funny. I mean, we don't think that. You would think that, you know, we would let history be our guide, right? So in 1992, when, you know, we all, you know, those of us who were alive um, witnessed the, you know, the, the, the heartbreaking explosion of the, the riots, the L.A. riots after, you know, um, the Rodney King verdict. But... You know, since then, there have been several documentaries that have really sort of pulled back layers of what was happening in Los Angeles with black people and what was happening, you know, in terms of the relationship between, um, well, it wasn't Rodney King. It really was the verdict. It was yeah. the verdict, right? And so of, of the those who um, um, really just beat him up, those yeah. cops, and yeah. they, they were found not, not guilty. And then, you know, um, then we had the riots and the, since then we've had um, documentary and information after information that really really pulled back the layers of you know these things that just kept happening because it was never addressed it was never resolved it never resolved the relationship between the law enforcement and um, the african-american population right? right and so right. you know one hurt after another after another after another and then it just erupted, right? Right. Right. So history shows us that that doesn't work. Right. Not addressing with, not addressing it doesn't work. Right. Right. And the truth is, every child deserves to see themselves in the curriculum. That's right. They do. That's right. You know, I mean, we're mm -hmm. longtime educators. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we know what it is to to teach. We've yeah. been in a state that has promoted ethnic studies, mm -hmm. um, that has been a champion 
for diversity, equity, yeah. and inclusion. Mm -hmm. And so we, we understand the freedom that comes along with that. But I would, I would be mortified if as an educator, somebody tried to tie my hands yeah. and say, you can't teach that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that I, just... I, I can't imagine. And you're right. I mean, we are fortunate to be in a state that really does promote um, the teaching of, you know, um, of history. Yes. Of, uh, right? Of, and of, history's not pretty. That's right. You know, it's not it's pretty. Not pretty. That's and, right. Know, just like when we have problems in our personal relationships, those problems are not pretty mm -hmm. at all, whatever they are. You know, but if we, if we pretend like they don't exist or we try to, like, you know, lie and say that they never happened, mm -hmm. we find ourselves in a really awful place. Yeah. Same thing happens in society. Then what do you say then for, for people who say, you know, when you do teach about that, when you do teach about, let's say, the civil rights, when you do teach about Jim Crow, or when you do teach about, you know, um, um, you know, the Ku Klux Klan, or when you teach about, you know, sort of the terrorism that black people experience, that white kids feel bad. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you say to that? Because, because that's often the answer for, yes. you know, sort of we pulling this make, history. We don't want to make children feel uncomfortable. We don't want, that's right. Yeah. Baloney. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not a laughing matter, but. Right. I mean, so it, it, I feel like it's a cop-out mm -hmm. because the discomfort has been felt by us as black people sure. with this history sure. for decades yeah. upon decades upon mm -hmm. decades. So what, you know, like the idea isn't, it, and you know, they, they like to use the term indoctrination, mm -hmm. which really is not what's happening right. at all. Right. It's like, you know, to be able to learn the history the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. Hopefully, it would teach us mm -hmm. to not repeat that history. Hopefully. You know, but mm -hmm. unfortunately, if you sweep it under the rug or pretend like it doesn't exist, it's like what the kids call gaslighting. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, are you, mm -hmm. you familiar mm -hmm. with that term? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you know, well, it, that's not really what that's not really what happened. It's not that's not the case, and they pretend like something doesn't yeah. exist. Mm -hmm. It solves nothing. Right. It helps no one. You know, it's not beneficial in any way whatsoever. And here's the thing, how is it being taught? Well, that's, that's often my question. So, so, so how, how is it being taught? I do think you, you need, um, you know, instructors, you need teachers who are knowledgeable, right? right? Knowledgeable right. and not necessarily, you know, and, 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 and not political and not political and not, you know, really trying to, you know, indoctrinate or polarize, right. you know, students. I, I think that's important. Right. I do think that having the right person teach it is, is important, but I think that's, it goes back to representation, Yes. right? Yes. You really need teachers of all different backgrounds. And, and we don't have that, you know, in nationally, um, you know, teachers, are overwhelmingly white, public school teachers, and 80, I think private school 80%. teachers, 80%, overwhelmingly yep. white, and most of them are women, right? And so, so we know that, so then we know that, you know, there is some, um, some development mm -hmm. that needs to happen mm -hmm. around making sure that teachers kind of understand how to teach this. Right. That definitely is, is right. important, but I agree with you. I, I think it's totally, you know, um, baloney <laughs> <laughs> in terms of like that, that argument around like, you know, you make, 
make kids feel bad. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, so here's the thing, like, what is it that we're really afraid of? So I think behind these bands, if you will, is really fear. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the real fear that's there? <clears throat> I think if people know their history, when people truly know their history, um, they're like unstoppable, right? And I think that's it. I think it's really sort of, you know, um, the fear of, you know, teaching black kids about their, their history, about just how strong they are and how resilient and resourceful they are right. and how incredible they are. I think, I think there's a fear there. Yeah. I mean, I know um, one of the things about my family history is like how, um, how like the mechanical genius that exists in like my brother, my, my father and his brothers and, and I see it in my, in, in my brothers and, and just throughout our family and I love that. And there's something about that that makes me think like, I can take apart anything and put it together because this is part of what we do and who we are, sure, right? Sure. There is a piece of that that's, you know, um, that I know that, you know, is within me. Right. So I just have confidence in that area. Mm -hmm. Whether I can do it or not, you know, remains to be seen. But I think once people know their history, mm -hmm. right, they're unstoppable. Right. And right. I think that's the fear. Yeah, which is really sad. It is sad. You know, and disgusting mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, because we're really, you know, what we're really talking about is yeah. erasure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like erasing a group of people and erasing their, um, their history mm -hmm. and you know what's interesting is that while they want to ban a lot of black history or um, the history of indigenous people um, or Latin people of Latin descent um, they want to keep in Asian history mm -hmm. I heard a woman um, talking about just that and she was saying, you know, there, there's, this, there's also this narrative around um, Asian people being, you know, the model, the model race, mm -hmm. or the model minority, mm -hmm. right. And ultimately, again, this is another act of division, but it, it's really not about elevating, it's the, the motives behind it are not pure. Mm -hmm. So it's not really about elevating, um, you know, Asian history mm -hmm. or, or it's almost like using Asian people in a, in a, in a way that is, um, you know, tokenizing them mm. um, and creating this narrative that really is, um, is, is not fair and equitable, right. Right. you know? And so uh, it's like when you look at the example of a state like Florida, Florida is a horrible example of you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They are about exclusion. Yes. Um, and, you know, a lack of belonging. Um, so much so that the NAACP has put out, you know, a... Um, like almost an like advisory, a, an right? An advisory yeah. against mm -hmm, mm -hmm. black people mm -hmm. traveling there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I even saw a report um, at a school in Florida with bins and bins of books that were under scrutiny. These books were like about, you know, all different, all different races, 
um, they were about, I mean, they were, some of them were really, really good books. Mm -hmm. Books that you probably have taught in your English class. Mm -hmm. And all of those books were basically being thrown away and the kids were not allowed to be exposed wow. to those books in their schools, meaning the libraries mm. have been washed out, mm. classroom libraries. Have been, it's almost like they have to have, they have to go underground that to is... learn about the history of people of color in this country. You know, and it's like, where where are we? Like, yeah. it makes you wonder. Like, is this supposed to be the land of the free? Right. Right. I mean, I, I just can't, it, it is, even a year ago, this would have been unthinkable. Unthinkable. I, I, I just can't imagine in, in this space where um, particularly, you know, after, after the murder of George Floyd in 2020, there really was this explosion, right? Yes. Of, of, Which I think angered uh, people. Yeah, it, it, yes. And, and I think that's, and I think that's what happened, right? I think this is sort of the reaction to, um, the need, people understood the need really for diversity, equity, and inclusion, particularly inclusion. Like they understood how other groups had been, particularly African-Americans, had been excluded right. from right. these different areas. And I do think this is the response. Yep. This is part of the response. Right. Which um, is a bad response. Yeah, a yeah. A horrific response. Yes, yes. It's but this horrible. isn't the first time. I mean, there are other states, you know, historically that have, you know, banned the history of you know, yeah. Latin Americans um, and other other states, mm -hmm. you know, out west or and it, south. And they've done it a lot through banning books. I mean, we've talked about this before, but a lot of books that have been banned really address the experiences right. of different groups. Right. And so by banning these books, it's you really know, this attempt it's a, to... It's a story that doesn't get to be told. To, that's right. right. It's an attempt to just squash the narrative. And so while they haven't come out and said, well, you can't teach this history, they've banned ways, they've banned, you know, materials <laughs> that would provide, you know, insight and perspective right. into these, into these, into the history. Right. So... And, and they've banned courses. That's the yes. other thing, too. There are courses that are being banned as well and have been banned yeah. in some states. And there are political movements, you know, against yeah. the history of people of color yeah. in our country, mm -hmm. the land of the free. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that again yeah. because it's not the mm -hmm. land of the free it's when not. we're saying that there are groups of people whose story cannot be told That's right. in the, some the states. Kids can't learn about groups, you know, those groups which you have represented in your state. Like, exactly. How could you do that? I, I just, I'm just, just not. unbelievable it is. to me. It really is. Unbelievable. It really is. It really is. And so, you know, when we think about, um, you know, sort of like the, the outcomes, right? right? Like, so to have kids that will not know their history, right? So you figure... This is this is and, the law and, now, and you think right? About black history is American history. It is American history. Right. It is American history. So there's a whole section of American history that they are lopping off, right? And so, so then what happens? What happens to those kids who never really get to see them themselves in history? Right. They don't really get to see themselves. Right. Like so. Right. So what happened? How did I? You know, how did my you know group get here? How did what? How did we do this? What did we do? And I. And I think the just just it's unfathomable to think that because you figure this is law now, 
right? So by the time he gets out of office, let's say somebody does come up and say, oh, you know, we want to eradicate that law or whatever. We're really talking about a few years, right? In terms of, yeah. you know, um, reversing things, reversing that potentially. law. Mm -hmm. Potentially, you know, even if we're lucky. That's if you get somebody in there that says we want to reverse this, right? Right. So, I mean, this could be years where, you know, this state, you know, the kids in that state are, ju are just not exposed to American history. Right. You know. And also the harm is not just for the students of color. The harm is for all students. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. now all students are not getting this exposure. That's right. That's right. All students are. So I remember, I think I may have mentioned this before, um, talking to a group of honored educators in our state who um, I was doing a session with them specifically related to diversity, to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And um, they were talking about, these were the majority of them, except for maybe one person in the room, were all white teachers. And they were talking about how they felt cheated, you know, coming through school, not being able to learn about the history of other cultures and other ethnic groups. And they felt at a loss and they also felt like, you know, some of them didn't have exposure until they went to college. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just um, maybe a few weeks ago, I was talking to a young lady who does some research and she was saying that she only learned about Jim Crow in college mm -hmm. and had no idea about it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, so you, what you're doing is you're turning out a group of, you know, individuals who have no idea about the history yeah. of groups of people, and because you don't have that I any idea, then you don't understand their experience. That's right. That's you know, right. it's easy for you to discriminate against mm -hmm. them. It's mm -hmm. easy for you to judge them, right? To judge them and to be totally okay right. with not really understanding their experiences, right? right? right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, my Excuse brother. One of my brothers um, has a, a white wife, and one of the things that he's, he said, he posted this on social media, and he said, because I guess they're both in their 50s now, and in that, sta in that post he said, because uh, the movie Till had recently come out, and he said, my wife has never heard of Emma Till. Like, how do you get through years of schooling and life? in this country and you've never heard of, of, of Emmett Till. Wow. I mean, you know, that is like, for black people in this country, like that was like, we all knew, we about, all knew about it. I knew about Emmett Till as a, as a child. Yes. I don't recall learning it in school, but it was either between family and church that we learned that yes. history yes, and did. understood what was going on. Yes. Not to mention it came out in the Jet Magazine. That's right, that's, that's right. That was before yes. my time though. Yes. That was before my time. Well, but, I mean, I think that's the point though. Like, so that happened really before we were both born. Right. And we still knew about it. We absolutely knew we about it. We still knew about it. And if somebody referenced Emmett Till. we understood Emmett the significance Till, we, of that's it. Right. That's right, that's right. We right. understood the context and we, I mean, so it's like it, this experience, we've talked about this before, but they really are like, it's a different experience. It's so it's such a different country being black and you know in this country than it is being being white. Like there are just things that you white people just don't know. Yes. And the idea that Emmett Till like they wouldn't know about the Emmett Till murder is just that was astounding to me. Like when I read that post, yeah. like wow. Yeah. So, but I think we're gonna have more of that. 
if we continue with, with this. If, if this continues to be acceptable. Yes. Um, but I really think that there's an opportunity mm -hmm. for people to rise. Mm -hmm. Rise mm -hmm. up and, mm -hmm. you know, there, there could be a mm -hmm. movement mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to really address, mm -hmm. you know, this, um, you know, these bands. And, yes. you know, like imagine if the voices of those who are being marginalized mm -hmm. rose well, that's what I'm, and I like that you talked about opportunity because that's really what I was thinking. Like from this, right, there will be hopefully African-American residents that say, I'm going to run for office or allies that right. say, this is unacceptable. Exactly. I'm going to run for office. Right. Right. I'm going right. to, you know. Um, because be that's, that's the key. That's the key. Right. It's that really is. about who's, so the reason why a state like Florida can pass these laws that are against groups of people is because there are some people in office who've been voted into office who are perpetuating yeah. this. Mm -hmm. And there are movements currently where they, you know, like, you know, if they put people with these, this mindset mm -hmm. into office, then they can change the landscape of communities mm -hmm. and society at large. Mm -hmm. um, and so, just like those movements are happening, we need to have movements where um, we stand up collectively and say, this is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. That's you right. You know, this is a country that is full of diversity. Mm -hmm. You know, there are hundreds, yeah. if not thousands, of different ethnic and racial groups in this country. Mm -hmm. And many of them have a history. And it's important that we know and learn and understand that history. Right. I mean, it took, you know, my learning. I, like, there's so many people, so many different people's history that I just did not know about mm -hmm. coming up and learned about them as an adult yeah. because I wasn't exposed to them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, wait, I, I didn't know that this group went through this, yes. you know, this type right. of marginalization. Yes, yes, yes. You know? That's so funny that you say that because I, I same thing in college. It's like, wow, you know, all this, all this different information. And I think because of that, like, I'm just such a documentary watcher. Like, I love documentaries, especially sure. when it's about, like, different groups and what they've, so, but I think you're right, though. I, I think it's, and, and I wondered to myself, like, why didn't I learn this, right? Why wasn't this part of, you know, any part of American history one or two that I had right. in, um, in, in high school. And so, um, but I, I do think even sort of wetting the appetite for kids to, it's like, okay, so maybe we, maybe, you know, maybe we have to sort of pick and choose what we teach about, but wetting the appetite for them to be lifelong learners. Like, I wanna learn about that group. Like, right. I, wanna, I wanna know what their experiences are, right? right. But I think Absolutely. when you don't do that, when you sort of like whitewash the history, like it's, everything's good, you know, we, and, and, and not really talk about like the struggles. Right. Like the human struggles. Right. You know, and, and like, we're like, doing a disservice. We're doing a disservice. A we're doing. Disservice. Yes, we are. Yes, um, we are. You know, I was. The more that I think about this, I mean, it. It. it like I said, it saddens me. It also disgusts me, mm -hmm. but it also angers me. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I just really want to encourage those who are listening mm -hmm. um, to really think about, you know, where you know might you have voice? Mm -hmm. Where might you have influence? That's really good. 
what might you be able to do to change the landscape for all children, quite honestly, because every child deserves to see themselves in the curriculum. Every child deserves to learn about all groups of people because we don't live in a country that's not diverse. That's true. So, that's right. you know, we've got to stand up, people. We've yeah. got to stand up and we've got to speak up and speak out. We've got to vote. Yep. We've got to vote the people in office who are not trying to stifle that's right. and, and, and um, whitewash or erase the history of groups of people, mm -hmm. we've got to stand up and do something. And if we don't do that now, if we don't you know, do it, we're in a bad place. There will be more and more um, acts like this. That's right. Where we marginalize people, we erase histories, yep. and we send a very clear message that you don't matter. Right. That's right. Right. That's right. And how ins and and that you're insignificant and. It is our responsibility. It is our responsibility it, it to is use our collective our voice. responsibility. It is our responsibility to right. use our voice, right. um, either as members of that group or as allies. That's correct. And so, so what are you going to do? So what are you going to do? That that's our question mm -hmm. to you. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, really think about that and take some action. Um, so, we're glad you joined us today. We we're are. glad that um, you were part of this conversation. We really want to hear what you're going to do. So I'm Erica. And I'm Tanya. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.